Welcome back to the Army of One podcast. And what is going on? We hope you're having a great day. Today, we have a fantastic topic that we're going to talk about. So if you want to set yourself up for the greatest opportunity to succeed on your sales call, today is the episode that you need to be listening to. So I've got my co-host here with me, Joe Marcu. Joe, how are we doing, man? Awesome. As always, great to be here. Great to be back. I know last week was a national holiday for us Canucks. So yeah, great to be back with a couple of Americans that are going to help me and you get energized and play our A game in sales. Absolutely. All right, you guys. And I'm your host, Jeff Burlingame. I was riding solo last week and we started part one of this topic that we call play your A game. And again, as always, if you've been following with, along with us for this ride, this is sort of a sequential type podcast until we get to the end. And what we're doing is we're actually going through chapter by chapter of Joe's book, which is the Army of One or How to Become an Army of One in Sales. And the cool thing about this is that you're you're basically following the progression from setting your mindset, understanding your why, and like being ready to just plow through sales and just absolutely crush your sales goals, uh, all the way up to like when we get more advanced towards the end of like your lead gen, and then how you're going to like lock down these bigger sales, sell higher ticket services, like raise your rates, different things like that. We're all getting to it. So appreciate you coming along for the ride. Of course, if you like it, be sure to subscribe, drop us a five-star review, leave us a comment, follow us on socials. We're all over the place. Just check out uh, at Coach Burley, B-U-R-L-Y, and at Coach Joe Mark Who, and then uh, shoot us a DM. You got something you want us to talk about on the show? You got a sales problem? Send them in. We want to hear from you guys, and it gives us uh, fun content to go through. Also, heads up, we're going to be going live on our YouTube channel, which is called SOS Dojo. So stay tuned on that. Go subscribe to SOS Dojo on YouTube and tune into our lives TBD on the time and day. We will be sure to get you guys that ASAP, and we'd love to see you there and talk to you in chat. All right, Joe, let's get into this. So I did my part. And last week, we we everybody who's who's listening knows we were talking about kind of setting your day up right, getting your energy, so prioritizing that energy. And I, I'm sure you agree, uh, which is why I focus on that. That having that energy in the right place, the right space, uh, going into these sales calls is obviously going to set you up for success. However, you've got I saw it on a big sheet of paper behind you there, like a whole bunch of A acronyms here that we need to go through. So I'm curious. What does play your A game mean to you? For me, playing my A game, and I hope everyone listening and watching is feeling the same way as I do. First things first is playing, playing your A game. We have to come in with the right attitude. I have the right attitude. And then part of that, obviously, is what Jeff talked about last week, which is setting your energy up so that you come in with the right attitude. And highest energy wins is something that I consistently repeat, right? I've got it up on the back of my wall here. Highest energy wins. So... That's positive or negative energy. Whatever the highest level of energy is or a powerful thought, that's where if you believe in the law of attraction, if you have a powerful positive thought, you're always going to attract that positive thinking. If you have a negative thought, then the stronger of the two is going to be what you attract. So if we want to play the A game, then we have to have the right attitude so that we attract the right energy. We also want to attract the outcome. And a change of feeling is a change of destiny. That's We know this if, if you believe in the just knowing the law of allowing and knowing the law of attraction. 
you got to work it. You don't just go, you know, oh, yeah, I'm nebulously just thinking about something and I'm going to, you know, I want this large, you know, 21-foot ranger boat. Well, it, yeah, that's nice to think about it. Now it's the action steps. So playing yeah. your A game is going to get you there. So let's go with it. Let's go with it. Have the right attitude. And the other piece of this is understanding that you need to be assertive. Notice that I'm not, I'm not adding the word aggressive, even though it's an A word. We're going to use the word assertive. Yeah, there's uh, uh, lots of lots of A words, Joe, that we're not going to use, like asshole. Like, don't be an asshole. That, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, playing playing your A level game, being an yeah. A hole ain't going to get you there. You know what? What, what is going to get you there though is being assertive. Absolutely. Yesterday we had a dojo where we had somebody who said, "You know what? I need to be commanding in my mm -hmm. approach." As yeah. opposed to being passive in your approach. So don't be passive and don't be aggressive or don't be pushy. Be assertive. Be, right. a, be a leader when you're you're in the position when you're jumping into a sales call. So playing your A game. Let's go over the rest of it. Right? You need to be an authority. And again, understand that are you the expert? If you are, people are calling you for a reason, then you're the authority. Have to I want, play your so A game. I wanna, a, I wanna jump it, in on that. Yeah, not to cut you off on there. I think we're I think we're lagging a little bit, uh, Chaz. There's a little bit of delay between me and Joe. Just I know everybody on this podcast is hearing it. Uh, but yeah, so I wanted to step in on authority real quick because that kind of came up. So you're talking about you're referencing Daniel on our SOS Dojo call yesterday, uh, which is a group that I'm in that you run and like you know just so everybody knows. We, we practice what we preach. Like I go to the dojo mm -hmm. every single week and I put in the, the hours I put in the practice to sharpen the ax. So if I'm doing it, shouldn't everybody be doing it? I'm just saying. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to run a podcast about this. I'm going to make content about this. I'm going to run this company with Joe. And yet I'm still going to practice, baby. Let's do that. So with authority, though, he said, I need to command this situation. Because at first he said something along the lines of like, may I ask you a few questions, blah, blah, blah. You've already got the authority and the approval and every reason and right to ask questions. They showed up on that call. So I find that I'm sure you agree with this, Joe, like more often than not, I'll find with rookie uh, salespeople or coaches turned salespeople. You and I were talking about this morning, you know, yeah. coaches yeah. turned salespeople are like these individuals who have a passion and maybe this is you listening. And again, this is not beating you up because this is I mean, uh, I was kind of a salesperson first, then a coach, but this is something I experienced a lot and uh, I definitely can appreciate where you're coming from. So we're not trying to beat up on you. You just need to recognize and I like if you fit this mold, so you're a coach turned salesperson. First things first, you had a passion for what it is that you coach and the results that you get for people. You educated yourself. You invested in yourself. You learned a ton. You have to understand that if you are going to sell this stuff, if you're if you're owner of the business or a salesperson within the business, like you've planted a flag essentially that says I am the expert and you can't back away from that flag. You cannot step down. You have to own it, own the authority. Otherwise, it, do it doesn't happen, right? So there are definitely situations where I'll see these rookie salespeople or coaches turn salespeople who don't own the authority, right? They should. They're definitely an expert in their field. And yet they're just so passive about everything that the authority just like flutters out the window away from them. And you can see it. If you watch this, you'll see it in the eyes of the prospectors. We like to call them at the SOS Dojo, the guest. In the eyes of the guest, 
they're just like, who is this guy or gal or person? Like, and why are they telling me what to do? Like, I, like, I don't appreciate this person. I don't respect this person. Like you've lost your authority and therefore it's really hard to like sell. It's an uphill battle at that point versus if you're assertive, if you own that authority and you stand your ground, people listen to you. They flock to those who seem like they know what they're talking about, even if they don't know what they're talking about. And you can see this all over the world, right? So just, if you know what you're talking about, just like own it, it. right? And if you don't, I guess, pretend that you know what you're talking about and people listen too. (laughs) Like that's that's an authority figure. Here's the question. If you go in, but part of the A game is this word is not in your A game and it should never be afraid. If you are afraid Ooh. and you come across as afraid and many people who are listening, you know who you are. If it's like, mm, I don't really like sales. I, I'm afraid of being told no. <laughs> Guess what? If you come in with that attitude, that's the wrong attitude. Yeah. So yeah. You, you don't come in as an authority don't come in as an advisor who's the expert you come in as someone who's a chicken shit i'm sorry that's just the fact nobody's going to want to follow chicken shit nobody like the people are getting on sales calls with you or they're meeting you in your place of business because you are an expert you Mm -hmm. have to own it so the energy that jeff talked about in last week's podcast episode was preparing yourself literally physically preparing yourself with a good morning routine so that you can own the day. Then mm-hmm. before you get on a call mindset game that you have to play, like again, your a game, we stand up. Jeff and I aren't sitting down on this, on this podcast. We're standing up. Yep. Right? It's important. It, if you do, if you take anything from this stand up so that you have the right energy and you attract the right attitude, a change of state, physical state changes your energy level. So stand up on a call. If you're in a retail business, for example, and you're an army of one in your retail store, somebody calls the store and you're sitting on a chair, stand up and answer it on the second ring. Just don't be sitting down. The difference alone will make a huge, huge change and shift in your energy. So we talked about these A-game words. I'm going to rip through them and then we'll go over them. Sure. One by one. Attitude, assertive, authority, Acknowledge, which is something that few people do well. Yeah. Action, taking action, appreciation, and sensing that appreciation that people that are on the call with you. And appreciation, by the way, wins over self-promotion. If you, if you have very little to no budget for marketing, listen up. Appreciation will win over self-promotion every time. You can have a billion-dollar budget. And those who do appreciation marketing which is zero cost marketing, I will tell you, this stuff wins big time. And then finally, advisor. Yep. Be the trusted advisor. So let's go over this again. Having the right mm-hmm. attitude. If you come in with the right positive attitude, you're going to attract people. That's just it. And again, yep. it's a belief in what you have to offer. Okay? And and attitude is one of those things, again, going back to the rookie salesperson, and again, not picking on anybody. This is every. Nobody's a born stellar salesperson. I think I've stated that on this podcast and previous podcasts. You become one, right? You have to invest in yourself and your knowledge and your education, and you have to sharpen the ax by practicing, right? In the right space with experts, which is what we do at the SOS Dojo. So with attitude, I find often like, let's say you're in a sales slump, 
And you and I have gotten emails from you know members of the dojo, for example, but we've also both had employees <clears throat> who have gone through or, or mentees, in my case, when I was a mentor uh, at, at that large organization where I was working with gym owners, like you get people in a slump. And what happens when you're in a slump? Like your attitude just plummets. Oh, for sure. You're in a negative sure. headspace. You're like, man, I gotta get, gotta get on this call. And like, nobody's signing up right now. And woe is me. And what am I gonna do? And you get on that call, and and that negativity it just seeps out of your pores. Like everybody can sense it on you. You can't hide negativity. No matter how good you think you are at it, you suck at it. I'm sorry. Like we all suck at it. It's everyone. Nobody can hide and negativity like that. Sometimes all it is is a trigger. You may have had somebody say something to you on a call or during a conversation where Mm -hmm. they might have said, Hey, 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 hang on here. I'm not, 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 right? Yep. And the, the, what, what the implication, what it implies, that kind of, Hey, 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 hang on here could be that it's implying that you're being pushy. And suddenly your passion comes across as being pushy. And then what happens? You, you take your foot right off the gas. And in fact, Many of you, never mind, you don't even hit the brake. You hit the e-brake. Oh, and no. Like, <laughs> and then what ha- Yeah. And then what happens is you're not working anywhere. You're working your you're working your ass off, not moving anywhere. And you don't realize that you're you've got this mental block because somebody yeah. in a previous call, whether they bought or not, came yep. across to you and you got that feeling where it's like, hey, I came across a little aggressive. And you weren't being aggressive, you were being passionate. People miscommunicated. They misinterpreted your passion. Yep. Then you got into a sales slump. Do not allow that to happen, you guys. Like This is so important why A for attitude, if you're going to play your A game, before you get on a call, close your eyes and visualize what's the outcome of the call that I'm about to go into. How important is it for me to be able to come in with my best attitude, my best energy, my best advisor hat so that I can help this person come into a place of action that's why the action word is on this list. You got to get, it, we need to motivate people to action. Exactly. And notice that Joe didn't say, and get this person to buy. Did you notice no. that? Like, that's because that's not an outcome you should be chasing with each sales calls. Like, I understand that that seems counterintuitive, but if all you think about is the close, you lose sight on what actually matters. And you, you're, you're losing the opportunity to establish a, a relationship, to build trust. Because if, if I go into a conversation with Joe and my only intention with this conversation with Joe is to get him to pay for my services, then I lose sight of Joe being a human being. He is now just a number. So mm. part of the problem I find with these sales slumps is that you put your eyes on the numbers and then all you see is numbers. You're just like, oh man, I went 0 for 5. And then you go into this next call and this could be 0 for 6. Or it could be one yeah, for no, five, yeah. for six, right? And if like, you're it's focusing like, on zero for six, it'll happen. That you'll attract that. It, it, yeah. What if I'm it's over six? I'm yeah. afraid I'm going to fail on this call. If that's your headspace going into the call, trust me, you're going to fail, man. Skip I mean, the call. <laughs> like, just don't even do the call. Hand it off to someone else. Yes, hand it off that, to someone. That is exactly. If you're on a team, guys, you can just hand over the call. Like you have to respect and understand where you're at. If if I were in a place where I'm like Joe. You know, I'm really struggling to get this office put together. Like my kids are screaming behind me. I got this call coming up. Like, in all honesty, I can't play my A game today. Do you think I'm you on. could take that? Joe That's, would take yeah. it and vice versa. And we've done that before and it's totally fine. And then if you have a sales, a sales team that's deep, 
you know, you can just go down the line and be like, guys, to the team, like, hey, team, I'm just not in my A-game space right now. Would anybody mind taking my two or three calls I got today? And like, that would be a wise decision, a very wise decision. And it takes kind of a, I mean, an, an educated, experienced, borderline veteran salesperson to understand that space and be like, look, this just isn't me. Or to, we've talked about on our previous podcast, Help More, Sell More, uh, we talked about the TO, right? The turnover, the trade-off, right? So you could be in a sales appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And TO stands for a lot of things we're finding out. It. So it's like <laughs> you get halfway through a sales appointment, you're like, man, we're not clicking. I'm not getting any trust building rapport with this person. This isn't going to go well. So you can stop and you can go get somebody else. And you, and like it all just comes down to acknowledging and then, you know, framing it in the right way with that person. So you can get out of that appointment, much like you you mentioned um, they feel pressured, right? So we can say, yeah. Hey, Mrs. Jones, please don't confuse my enthusiasm and passion for being a high pressure salesperson. Okay. Like, let me just ask you a few more questions to make sure we're on the same page and just exactly. plow through, just plow through. Like you, it, the problem that you mentioned is like, they pull the e-brake. So there's like, Oh, I'm so sorry. What happens the when you do they that? They pull the e-brake and they don't even know that the e-brake is on. I don't and they know try if you've to drive with it. That <laughs> right. I don't know if you've ever experienced that before. Oh, I remember a being a kid and it's like you put it in drive or you put it in gear, you know, and, like, and all of a sudden the e-brake is on. It's like it's nothing's moving. It's like, what the hell? Oh my God, the e-brake's on. So, yeah. you know, coming in with that right ad is going to be clear, is really clear. We talked about this before being assertive, making right. sure that you're coming in and in a place of ownership, command, understanding that you're the expert and that you're doing this to help people. You're not right. coming in being aggressive. The, the other thing that I wanna get into here is, again, we, we, we also talked authority. Let's talk about acknowledge for a quick second. Yeah. Knowledge is step one of the SOS. The other thing about acknowledge though, is acknowledge the presence of people. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I find, and again, I'll, I'll go into a live situation. So of course, coaches, right, if you have a large group of people like I was on, I was a guest on on, a, on somebody's mastermind yesterday, and as I'm as I'm uh, in this in this context where there's somebody, and if you hear a little bit of noise in the background, I'm babysitting a dog, so he's making a little bit of chatter back here. It's all good, bro. Okay, so I'm on, I'm a guest in in this person's mastermind, and somebody showed up late. So instead of ignoring that person, the person that showed up late, I said, you know. They, I acknowledge that person, right? and they, like they showed up like over a half hour late, so <laughs> they came up on the screen, and I just went, "Hey, Matthew, good to see you. Welcome here." And I continued to go. Right. Let's put this into context. Context: the power of acknowledging. Right. I didn't point Matthew out, going, "Matthew, you're late. You're, you're thirty minutes late. Get in. out." <laughs> that wasn't the whole point. And let me ask you this, guys. Have you ever gone into a place of business? And I know that there are some people that say, oh yeah, I want to be left alone. Have you ever gone into a place of business? For example, a retail store. Open the door, you go in, nobody says hello to you. Yeah, there's a, there's a very specific electronics store that happens to be colored blue and yellow. And I've never been acknowledged in all my years going to that it's store. It's crazy. 
<laughs> it's insane. So yeah, like here, here's it's uh, crazy. So one two, of the things that go ahead, John. Hang on. So two things that I think play into this as well. You mentioned uh, how you acknowledge this individual. So a guy hops in, you say, "Hey, Matthew," and then you continued on. What that so, also does one, it positively acknowledges them coming in versus you yeah. and and every gym owner right now, especially if you're a CrossFit gym owner, you'll understand this. Somebody shows up late to a class and you go 10 burpees and then join us, right? It's a punishment. You're like, Hey, thanks for being late. Do 10 burpees. Like this is a paying client of yours and you, you have the audacity, which is the, not the a game you should be playing. You have the audacity to have this person do 10 burpees and then jump in the class. Like, yeah, they're going to be excited to see you again. Not so, you know, you did it positively, but two, the the opposite also happened like well not the opposite but the another thing happened where you were acknowledging everybody else's time in the room joe okay. right like you didn't say hey matthew so let me just catch you up on we what we've been talking about for the last 30 minutes what does that do oh. That doesn't yeah. acknowledge or appreciate nope. anybody else's time. Now, now all of a sudden they're like, everybody. great, I have to sit here for the recap? Gotta Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. So one of the, and, and in a retail environment, this is really, you know, again, people will forget what you said. They'll forget what mm -hmm. you did. Oh, yeah. Never forget how they make, how you made them feel. So imagine you're in yep. a place of retail and you walk in and people ignore you. I know yeah. some people who are listening, they're like, I love, I love that. I don't want to have anybody speak to me. I don't want anybody selling to me. Wait, it's not about so sales. This is about just being polite. Yeah. What you don't want them to do is you don't want them to be, um, can I help you? <laughs> that's, that's what you don't want. Cause that's the worst retail question the, in history. Right? Answer is no. Can I Everybody help you? Loves, right. I'm fine. Thanks. So, so play your A game. Let's go with this, right? Somebody were to walk in to the place of business right now. I could be in the middle of a conversation with you. And all I'm going to suggest, by the way, all of the research shows that this is the most logical and proven thing that works to help increase your sales numbers. So I'm just going to give you the information. You guys take it like you will. You know, take like my information, like spare ribs, keep the meat, throw away the bone. Somebody walks in, you should be acknowledging everybody 100% of the time. Now, again, how do you acknowledge someone? Well, let's just go with the obvious. I'm in the middle of a conversation with you, Jeff, and it'd be like, hey, Jeff, hang on a quick, or sir, or Jeff, just give me a quick sec. Hey, folks, be with you in a quick moment. That's it. Yep. There, be with you in a quick moment. That's it. Just, hi, I see you, as opposed to, hey, I'm on my phone, and I'm looking up, but I'm not looking up, like... I've actually gone into many places of business where people have got their nose and eyes into their freaking mobile device and they don't yeah. even say hello to me. And yeah. had they said hello and it said, you know, something to the effect of making out okay or it, how, can, how can I be of service? It'd be like, yeah, I'm looking for and I would have bought something as opposed to crickets. I'm out. Dude, how same. do I feel by that? I, I have done that so many times at, I mean, I could name anything, electronic stores, bike stores, furniture stores, whatever, clothing stores. like clothing oh. stores. Yeah. You're like, I mean, it would be great. I, I, I I'm going to ask everybody this, ask yourself this. Have you found yourself talking to yourself in this situation? You ask yourself this question. Does anybody work here? Oh my like, God. How often I, do you say that? I say it out loud and I can't tell you the number of times that that has caught the attention of an attendee has been innumerable like it's insane yeah. I'll, I'll be like does anybody work here and they're like oh hi how can i help you and i'm like how did you just appear out of nowhere i just had to be an asshole to get you to pay attention to me i guess 
So yeah, that's problematic. Uh, and then yeah, chasing them around. We we mentioned our furniture store story oh, yeah. on the previous podcast that we had. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that is the the other opposite, right? So I don't want them chasing me around. They don't even acknowledge you at those stores. By the way, they just come up and they're like, "So you're in the market for a dining room table?" Because I'm standing <laughs> by. Because I'm standing by one. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm I'm trying to find this, right? They don't even say, hi, how you doing? Introduce yourself. Like, you know, what, what are you guys in the market for? What are you looking for? Right? Like just- the mood for, are, you in the, are you in the market for a dining room table? No, I'm actually looking for salsa. <laughs> well, this isn't the store. Okay, uh, cool. Thanks, bye. What do you think? <laughs> the other yeah. thing about a game, I want to I wanna really uh, emphasize this, is that if you're really busy with multiple customers and you see somebody walking into your place of business, 55% of the way we communicate, everybody, is body language. So I'm in the middle of a call, and if you're watching this, you'll see what I mean. I'm in the middle of a conversation with Jeff, and we're having a conversation, and we're deep into it. I notice from the corner of my eye, somebody walk in. I can just do this in the middle of a conversation with Jeff. Just raise my hand and look at that person and wave, and you're right back in. Or, again, if it's yeah. a small place of business, like a 1,000-square-foot store, for example, right. your typical 1,200-square-foot you know, strip mall store, retail well, box, yeah. right? You're, you're looking, you're talking with chit chatting with somebody, you see somebody and you just give them the finger, not the middle finger, <laughs> the finger. So you just go, Hey, and you're giving them the one minute, right? So you just like, I'm in the middle with Jeff. And it's like, Hey, Je <laughs> Hey Jeff, um, you and I are chit chatting. And then I just go this and I give somebody a smile. I have acknowledged them. You don't have to the, the 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 ignorance of people saying, "Well, I'm in the middle of a conversation with someone." Just turn around and give the index finger to go <laughs> point upwards. It's one minute, and you're smiling, and you're like, "Yeah." And th then they understand. Oh, they're busy right now, and they're alone because you're an army of one for F six. So okay, yeah. so just go one minute, and then hey, folks, be right there. And then you finish what you, you're doing. And if you're really good in an army of one sense, and we'll talk about this later, yeah. uh, create the popcorn effect so that you can have multiple people that you're working with at the same time and you're a solo salesperson and you can close them all. You have to play the A game and acknowledge first. So yeah, I know it sounds funny as hell. Not this it's, one. It's this hilarious. One. I'm going to live in my own fantasy world where you actually just flip everybody off. <laughs> you flip everybody the like, bird. Welcome. It's not the bird. Welcome. <laughs> the index. Single number one. So this right, finger. the benefit of the, this finger, by the way, and we, there's another thing in, 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 in sales, if you're, especially if you're going over products or specifications, mm -hmm. you can point things out to people and I call it the finger method. So of course you use this finger, not this finger. So you go, yeah, point things out. Yeah. You know, you know me, Jeff, I'm a big believer in humor when we educate and humor in sales. That's, and again, I believe in that because that is my authentic. That's another part of the A game. It's part of my authenticity. I'm not right. going to change who I am. And Jeff and I have different styles. He is definitely the FM DJ voice. And I'm the <laughs> like, you know, ping, ping, you know, Canadian jumping bean. And that's okay. We yeah. want well, you I mean you. You mentioned it earlier too. It's like people don't always remember what you say, but they do always remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. So one one of the the methods of that is is humor. I mean, if you can, um, and, and I'll take you guys all the way back to. Uh, there's a book by Jeffrey Gittimer called The Sales Bible, and, and one of the the things I can still hear him on an audiobook that I listened to in 2010. I can still hear him saying this in my ears, and it was like. 
you know, uh, if you can make, if, if they cry, they buy, right. Essentially like oh. elicit an emotional response is how I always interpreted and, and have repeated or regurgitated this information. That's not how he said it, but you know, on that, in that book I had heard, you know, uh, if they cry, they buy, you know, you can make, if you can make them laugh, you can get them to buy like essentially sure, these laughing, emotional responses. Sure. That's yeah. the way I look at it. So, you know, w- when, when we deal with like uh, the discovery process in sales, we'll get to that later on. Uh, but we're asking those questions. We're digging deeper. We're finding out more information about this person. We're building rapport. And when you're building rapport, you can get to a point where as you earn your right, you earn the right or ETR as we call it. Um, to ask tougher questions, right? You get through kind of the general stuff, you get a little bit deeper and then you get to the tougher stuff. That's where you can get down to like a person's why, which eventually, or, you know, eventually could get them to, to cry. I mean, it, it could happen. It's not guaranteed. It could happen. Or you can use humor here and there. And like that feeling you eliciting that emotional response gets a lot of buy-in, right? So, and when people are bought in, they buy in to your service, sure. right? Sure. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. So to touch on that point. All right. Well, let's close so that, out that, the, the that's A game on acknowledge. Close yeah, it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, action. Part of the, the A game of action is making sure that we come in with the intention, with the intention, the intention. Mm-hmm. My intent is to help motivate someone to take action. I'm going to come in with the right attitude to, to go in and have the right energy and help people make a decision. If right. you're a coach and you don't want to be a salesperson, then think of yourself as someone who's going to motivate someone to decide. Yeah. If you're a salesperson. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes or no. Maybe <laughs> is, you know, typically maybe is an answer. It just isn't our favorite answer. So remember, right. take action. I want to go into appreciation real quick. And then we'll finish off with the advisor. The thing with appreciation is when somebody does decide to buy, even if they don't, show appreciation that they're on the call. Show appreciation that they actually spent time with you and that you got to make a new friend. Yeah. You can reach out with an email and show appreciation or a text or, you know, I send paper cards. And I send an appre- just a note of appreciation. That little touch is something mm-hmm. that a lot of people tend not to do. If you take make that a habit, make that part of who you are, appreciation will win over self-promotion all the time. No, no amount of advertising will ever do it. I've had people where it's like I sent them a little card saying, hey, I really appreciate you. And again, I appreciate you, not I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Appreciation. And there's a lot that we can jump in. And the final thing is, be the advisor who is trusted. If you step into this role as I'm here asking questions, I'm here to consult with you. I'm not here to tell. I'm here to ask. Right. Part of the A game is asking for the sale, asking questions first to ETR, earn the right to ask if they want to move forward. Yeah. You got to do that guys. It's huge. And, and building that trust, it simply takes, you know, a, a, a kind of a practice of asking these like less invasive questions and then getting a little bit deeper as you go on. Like you'll build rapport because this person is essentially like pouring out their heart and soul to you. But people don't. They, we talked about this yesterday in our dojo. We'll close out on this. Uh, we had a person in our dojo kind of like jump right in. I think his second question in his discovery process was why. Right. It was, yeah, it was like you cannot ask the why question. 
Right. So we got into talking about earning the right ETR. It's like you can't just jump in with why. Let's start out with like some very surface level. So tell me what's going well in your business right now, Joe. And then Joe goes into it. You're like, okay, cool. So tell me more about that. Can you explain that to me? Can you describe that to me? We'll get into this method later on, guys. And it's called TED. And we've been posting about it a lot. So uh, it's just a very easy way to get information. So you dig, dig, dig. You say, okay, now talk to me about some of the challenges in your business. Blah, blah, blah. We start saying, tell me more about that. Explain to me. And eventually you get to, what impact is that having on your life right now? And then we get them to start opening up. And they might say something about their personal life. You say, oh, ooh, tell me more about that. Or in the case of like, I was doing a role play yesterday. Uh, the person I was role playing or sparring with, as we call it in the SOS Dojo, said like, dude, I can't make rent. I was like, okay, here we go. Right. So at that point, you say, okay, talk to me about that. What, what kind of stress is that putting on your life? Right. So then that's where you start getting into the why of it. And as a trusted advisor, you're able to ask those questions and get full answers that are not just one word responses. And you're also not getting ignored or getting hung up on. Right? So that's what you got to focus on. Asking right. questions is essential. Yeah, is absolutely essential to your A game. Asking for the sale, you have to come in with the right attitude. Yeah. You have to earn the right to ask for the sale. If you don't come in with all of these A-game pieces that we talked about both last week in terms of setting yourself up to get into a sales conversation with someone so that you can earn the right to ask, take action and ask as the authority. If you do this, yeah. you will be successful. No question. And of course, it takes practice, you guys. It takes practice. All right, you guys. So hopefully the last two episodes were very valuable for you. Um, I, I definitely believe they will be if you put them into action. So again, another uh, A word of the day, <laughs> action. I think we talked about it last week too. So get your energy right. Follow the the A words. Uh, don't be an A word, but follow the A words That's that we it. talked about throughout today. And you will definitely see results from that. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. This is me showing appreciation to you. You guys rock for listening to this podcast. Be sure to share this with anybody that you know that's dealing with sales, that owns a business. This is going to help them. And of course, drop us a five-star review on anywhere that you're listening to this podcast. That helps us out a ton. Leave us a comment there, or you can just send us a DM on social media. We're at Coach Burley and at Coach Joe Marcoux. Uh, talk to us about some, some show ideas, episode notes, uh, questions that you want answered, et cetera, challenges that you have in your sales process. We'll, we'll dive into it. We'll make a new segment of the show that'll focus purely on that. And again, we'll be going live soon on YouTube. So just stay tuned for that. Other than that, Chaz, take us out of here.